Once upon a time, there lived three small wooden boys who wanted nothing more than to be real. Have you ever seen a wooden boy like we? And will we have a conscience after all thy see? Let's dream an itty-bitty wish of all what things might itty-bitty be. Just join us and you'll see. One minute, one minute. Hello. Hello, we're the real boys. It's, it's the real boys. Oh, come from the right podcast. In. What? Come. <laughs> Thanks, Nan. Right in. Look, old lady, we're not coming into you. <laughs> oh, we're a children's <laughs> podcast. Luke. Oh, God. Hello and welcome to Real Boys, the podcast that for some reason is watching a Pinocchio film or product every month Until we're for 40. the rest of our lives. This week we're here to talk about the film P3K, Pinocchio 3000. I'm Luke Terry. That old woman you just heard was Luke Thomas. Hello. The other real boy with me was Joe Tyrone. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no oh. one's sounding as chipper this week. I know, I know. I'm not particularly chipper. My eye hurts. I'm tired. I'm really tired. I've just <laughs> watched this and a Korean <laughs> police drama back to back. Some whiplash. Perfect double bill. Joe Tyrone, how are you? I am feeling very well. Mixture of emotions, but mostly well. <laughs> <laughs> so this week we've watched Pinocchio 3000 and that's like, it's quite a short film, but everyone sounds knackered for some reason. It was a tough sell. Tough sell. Me and Luke hadn't seen this one before. No. I'd not really ever heard of it until you started telling me about it, Joe, because this is your film. This is, <laughs> this is, this is my film. This is, this is my autobiography. Um, Joe, <laughs> my biopic. Joe, what's your history with this film and, and why? Why have you why have you done this? <laughs> why have I done this to us? So I, when I was a child, I didn't have a, a huge love for Pinocchio, but... This film stuck with me for some reason. I watched this at some point when it came out. I watched it in Spain, so I probably would have watched it in Spanish. Um, for that reason, I was convinced that it was a Spanish film that was dubbed in English. I've since learned that that's not the case. Um, <laughs> was it English first? I think so, yeah. Really? I yeah. it definitely must have been Spanish and then dubbed into English. Yeah, because from... I don't remember it over here. Do you, Luke, at all? Never, never once. No. no well very strange yeah it's... well neither of us have ever come across this and joe is oh we're not swearing oh stop oh. swearing Lou. come on I, do you know if if memory serves me correctly i think that i definitely had a pirate copy of this film not the actual <laughs> copy my mum or my dad would have bought it for me because they thought it looked right up my street so not wrong are they <laughs> not wrong at all I love. No. I miss that era of like rubbish pirated films that yeah. everyone could do. I remember like t taking my sister to her friend's house when they were like little kids, and then I ended up speaking to the dad, and I was like, I don't know, fifteen. So I was like talking to this dad, and the dad was like, "Let me show you something," and I was like, "Oh, hell, this isn't. <laughs> this is not." <laughs> The opposite of what I've learned to do at school, but I followed this man and he opened up a drawer full of like like a million DVDs. He was like, "Take whatever you want, take whatever you want." And I remember watching Megamind for the first time, but it was like zoomed oh, in. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. 
when I grew up, it was it was always you'd go down to the beach because I obviously grew up in Spain. You'd go down to the beach and there would be a whole row of people a- along the beach with a towel down and they'd have all these um what are they like cellophane cases with yeah. with all of the uh the film covers on them that had been clearly printed on it on, <laughs> on from some their, toilet roll yeah on some toilet roll and uh the, the covers were like falling apart but they looked great they when you when you found the uh the pick that you wanted you were like this is the future and then when you saw pinocchio 3000 you were like this is even more the future <laughs> yeah well i think that's enough talk about our experience with this film should we take a little step into the the workshop yes uh, yes yeah, we're in this old man's house already we might as well just take a few steps just is it round the back yeah, yeah I it's, think this, it's, it's, the back. it's this way follow me all right let's go oh wow like it's really nice workshop oh i tripped down the stairs dun, 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 dun. oh no be careful be careful there's a lot uh, of like water everywhere and goo. It's a really wet <laughs> workshop this week. Why is it so wet this week? One thing that I'm happy about with this workshop is that we're not taking this podcast into the future. We're keeping this still grounded in a fairy tale world. Absolutely. Yeah. It's still that's very we, rustic. We know. Yeah, it's very yeah. rustic, very comforting. You can still hear nature. You can't just hear the, the whirring of the sounds of flying cars going past. <laughs> and I and I think that was a beautiful theme that came up in this film as well. Nature it peaked in every now and then. Yeah, every now and again, a little flower would blossom. A little flower. Joe, you're leading the workshop this time. You are the Geppetto. I am the Geppetto, and I've Tell never us a felt bit about the making of this film. Do you know what? This is a film that all knowledge I've given you on it so far is based on my own experience with it. Because the internet tells you absolutely zilch about this film, <laughs> because no one knows about this film. But is it real? I have—I don't know. I, I feel like it's just a, it's a fever dream. I, I, uh, yeah, I have limited information about it, but some of it's uh, of uh, I wouldn't say great importance, but uh, it's interesting for sure. So, did you manage to learn anything, Joe? About I, this? I will tell you what I know. It was released in two thousand and three. I don't know. <laughs> I heard 2002. I thought it was 2004. Oh, what? God. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, my God. This feels like an urban myth. So, uh, so let's just... It's 2004. It we have, to, we have to average it. We'll have to... So what... <laughs> there, there has to be an average. So let's say 2004. <laughs> to be honest, I don't even know if it went to cinema. I think it went straight to DVD by the looks of it. God. Yeah. As for the making of the film, that's all of the literal information I have. <laughs> I mean, there there are some names in this which are, well, I only recognise one of these names, but we've obviously got Cyberina, who is our, uh, our equivalent of the fairy who grants the wish. Mm-hmm. And that is played by Whoopi Goldberg. Nice and to hear the voice, isn't it? Yeah, it was nice. It was, it was the only familiar thing about this. Um, that's insane that you're saying that this film yeah. has I'm, I'm, Malcolm McDowell in it <laughs> yeah I, I don't know who that like I said I don't, I don't know who it is oh my god oh, he's from Clockwork Orange yeah. the great, oh is he one of the greats yeah. oh well he played one of my favourite characters in this film so I mean that's <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been in Community as well I think that's something oh has he know. yeah he's done loads of stuff Malcolm he, McDowell he's a he's huge, classic yeah. actor oh let's have a look he's, he's in Clockwork Orange He's in Halloween, the Rob Zombie ones. Oh, God. He was in, oh, God, some of these are rubbish. He's in the film If, which I had to study in media studies, where he shoots up a school. What, Malcolm McDowell does that? Yeah, not the man. That's an old man. It's from 1968, and he's, like, horrible, and it's 
it's it's a proper horrible film. Don't watch it. But I studied it in media when I was at sixth form. Sounds oh. nice. Well, I'm going to tell you, Joe, actually, that one of the best things about this film Go is on. that Howie Mandel is in it. All that he's known as, for me, is that he's one of the judges on American Idol. Oh, wow. <laughs> but for some reason in this, he voices Spencer the Penguin Butler. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's That annoying character is voiced by uh, him, yeah. He... He's also Gizmo, apparently. Is he? I think so. In Gremlins. Oh, wow. In Gremlins, okay, yeah. So he's not just a judge on American Idol or whatever. <laughs> he was also a little bear. Dog. He, he, he has been a Gremlin once. <laughs> <laughs> he's so much more. <laughs> but he's not someone you expect to see. I mean, it does. I'm on his IMDb now, and it does look like he has acted in things, but not for a long time. He just plays himself in most things. Right. But yeah, very strange to see him in this, his name. Mm. And he's top listed on the DVD. Is he? <laughs> the star? Yeah. Spencer the Penguin. Oh, so, very weird. Uh, what else have you got to say about the production or anything? Uh, well, I, I have some... I mean, I can go through the actors, but I feel like you guys know more of these actors than I do. I... No, <laughs> the only three that's the only three. They're the only oh, three right. okay. big voice okay. actors. We probably don't need to talk about them much more, really. <laughs> no, okay. One of the cool things that I found out about this film... Was that uh, Michael Jackson was involved cool in the, in the production <laughs> of this film? Well, this is the thing. I don't know if he was actually involved in it in the end, but he apparently had like story suggestions for the producers, and apparently was meant to have an original song in this film. And um, what story but, suggestions? It's just Pinocchio again. I know, I know, <laughs> but but obviously that. I mean, I didn't actually watch the credits roll on this film. I wanted to turn it off as soon as possible. But <laughs> <laughs> but um, but um, no, he didn't end up doing any of that because of legal troubles. So unfortunately, there's no MJ littered in this film. I mean, unless his story ideas made it into the film. You say unfortunately as well. If his legal issues are what we think they yeah, might be, it's probably they are. better to keep him away from children films. <laughs> I was going to say, I really like that you just very quickly glossed over just legal issues. <laughs> oh, this a shame. We- this <laughs> is a children's podcast. Therefore, we need to I'm... teach the children about being yeah, safe. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Any other trivia other than Michael Jackson related stuff that we are going to s- scoot around? That is all I have. <laughs> I've seen one thing that this is the first Pinocchio film adaptation to feature a black fairy. Ah. So it's actually that, quite yeah. progressive. I suppose. I think that looking at it. But... Yeah. That might have paved the way for uh, the new remake as well, mightn't it? I don't know how many other uh, Pinocchio. <laughs> no, I'm sure it did. I, I think maybe maybe this film is more Look important. Look at all the we... success from. Uh... I think this <laughs> film is more important than we realise now. Now that I know that information. Uh, one thing I have noticed as well is that they, uh, so it's, I think it's a Canadian Spanish film, but they had a budget of twelve million dollars. What the hell did they spend that on? Uh, and they made back one million and four hundred thousand. So they Ooh. it was a huge bomb. Huge. That isn't good, is it? If this did come out in... What year did you say it came out, Joe? I said 2004. I think it was 2003. Okay. From what I'm seeing, from my limited internet research. But Wikipedia says 2004. Does it? Yeah. It says February 9th, 2004. Yeah, but the IMDb says 2003, so maybe, maybe we go off the IMDb. Either way, the other films that were coming out at that time, like animated films... I think Finding Nemo was 2003. Look how great uh, that looks. Look at this one. 
<laughs> yeah. Insane. On IMDb, one last thing before we go into like our thoughts and feelings about the film. There's, you know, there's a parental guide where it says like, uh, yeah, like the, the green it. screen at the at the the start of a film. That one. No, no, actually on IMDb, there's one oh, that people like, like submit stuff. It's like, oh, I see, right, levels yeah. of nudity, levels of violence, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, violence and gore. This has a mild rating. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gory but the best is that the frightening and intense scenes it has a severe rating red (laughs) there's no profanity luckily but there is frightening and intense scenes a severe amount well i'm gonna say i guess we'll say more when we're at the uh the fairground but there was some bits in this which were quite chilling and haunting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and pretty scary, maybe for a little kid. What, are you talking about the Polar Express-style dead eyes? Uh, the dead scary. eyes in general, yeah, scary, but I think the little robot army of children was pretty awful. I wouldn't mind being a robot. I'd rather that than a donkey, but we can get <laughs> into that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, is there anything else anyone wants to say about the making of this film, or should we hop on the, the horse cart? I think we should get onto the car. Let's let's hop on. Oh come on then, they're here. <laughs> oh god Oh god! Ah trying to get um, on. There we go. Come oh on. God. Oh. Oh. My oh, horse is bear. hovering. <laughs> 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 oh here we go, here we go. We're coming up to Pleasure Island. Oh wow. <laughs> it's amazing here. God. I, I'm just gonna forget the last time we were here and we got turned into donkeys. Let's just do it again. Let's go yeah. on the rides. Oh, pass me a beer, mate. Come on. Lovely. I don't have a Second, this this isn't Pleasure Island. This is Scamboville. Oh, no! Oh, no. <laughs> Wasn't it called Scamboland? <laughs> oh, no. Scamboland, yes. We're in Scamboland. I thought it was Scambo World. <laughs> Stop being silly. <laughs> Steal my voice. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, Time to enjoy the ride. Yeah, so we're at Scamboland now, and... Yeah, well, let's talk about what we thought of the film. Let's go, Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. Revisiting this, uh, how did it hold up in your mm-hmm. eyes, and what did you think of it? Uh, it was it was a tricky one. This was tough. I think that despite having previously known about this film and this film lightly being a meme amongst me and Luke prior to us starting this podcast, because uh, we would always go on. So uh, niche. <laughs> well, that's what it's like. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was like a light meme between me and Luke, because I think he was fascinated at this film's existence. Um, as am I now. Um, at the time I wasn't. <laughs> what did um, you used to call it, Joe? When you used to say, it, was it like Pinocchio Trentequet? <laughs> no, no, it was Something no, like it that. was it was Pinocchio tres mil. <laughs> <Very good>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, no, revisiting this film, I I didn't have much nostalgia for this one, so it wasn't. It felt like I was watching it for the first time again. I didn't really remember much of it. Yeah, and it felt it's very much for kids. <laughs> it was hard. It was it was it? it was a hard one. <laughs> Is it for kids? <laughs> I don't know who it's for. for? I wouldn't give this to a kid. I I know who it's designed for kids. I think, Mm. but yeah, I think it is for kids. Yeah, it was. It was. It was tricky. I think I paused it for about twenty minutes at one point, and I was like, (laughs) "Okay, let's let's just get this done." (laughs) Give yourself a pep talk. I was just looking in the mirror, like, "Come on, Joe, (laughs) you've got this." 
what about you guys? What what were your thoughts going into? Because you guys had limited knowledge of this mm. going into it. So uh, <laughs> how go, did that lack of knowledge serve you? Go on, Luke. You can go first. Well, as you say, Joe, I had this built up as this meme in my head. We've been talking about this film, thinking about it for ages. You bought me the DVD on the night before my wedding. Yeah. As a really heartfelt gift. Um, <laughs> I preferred when I had it as just the meme and I didn't know what the actual film was. Oh no! I've seen it. I feel like yeah, it's, you've ruined it. It's, Does this weird. mean I need to? Do I need to get you another wedding gift now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I threw it in the bin as soon as I took it out of the PlayStation. <laughs> so one thing I want to say as well is that when I was watching this, for some reason, even though I had it on a DVD, I was playing it on my PlayStation, and for some reason, the film was just in a tiny square in the middle of the TV. <laughs> The whole I, film? I thought it was just for the menu. No, the whole film. Yeah, yeah. That video I sent you guys, that's what it was like for the whole thing. Oh, my God. You oh, know, my God. Tell me. something that's in an old aspect ratio, it was like that. But, you know, they usually have like a letterbox, like for this widescreen. Was, yeah. This was just like a letterbox that someone had taped the edges down of. There was just, yeah. Could you not zoom? Box. I probably could have, but I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Please tell me about the DVD menu, because that's something that I didn't experience. and. So the DVD menu, I took a video of it so I could talk about it. It was three little windows. It was play movie, (laughs) (laughs) pretty self-explanatory, scene selection, and then options, I think. What were the options? Oh, no, it was subtitles on or off, just on the menu. No commentaries? No bonus features? No bonus features, nothing. So I couldn't tell you anything more about how this was made. But it had like a clip of the film playing in a really, really small screen, obviously. It's even smaller than the one I watched the film on. And it had the song playing. I'll play a little bit of it here. You just swore! Again! That wasn't me, that was all the DVD. I didn't speak. Do you know what that music sounds like? It sounds like the music behind the back of like, you wouldn't steal a car. Yeah, it's a bit like that. <laughs> but it's actually the song. What's the difference and between yeah. the and the Whatever. Did you just swear again? <laughs> you are getting you're getting out of line, mister. This is like the fourth time. I know. Stop I know. it. It's what P3K has done to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I didn't enjoy it. You have this thing though, for us, like we grew up at this time, there's probably a weird film like this that each one of us watched that the Mm. other two have never heard of. And you do have this weird bit of affection for it, but I just can't imagine. I don't know if I'd have even liked this if I'd watched it in 2003 or four when it came out. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's just very dull, very bland. Yeah. It was like it was made on like one of the first ever computers. Yeah. I don't have much nostalgia for this sort of thing. It's kind of like a gateway face. for the Matrix, though, I guess. <laughs> what was the guy who invented Alan Turin as soon as he invented a computer? Yeah, <laughs> he this made is... this on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, the first thing a computer did. Have you ever heard that one when the computer sings? No. Have you ever heard that? Have you heard it, Joe? I think I have. Oh. Remind me, though. Uh, I'll find it now. <laughs> that sounds good. I think it was the first ever computer to sing. Who it was, was like, what's this the difference? <laughs> and not the last. <laughs> yeah, I have heard this. <laughs> so soothing. So haunting. That's what I wake up to in the morning. That's my alarm. <laughs> when was that? When did that drop? That dropped. It's on Spotify now. 
1961. Oh, I like that. That's the IBM so 7094 was the first computer to sing, singing this song. Daisy. And then we see a mere 1,039 <laughs> years later, we'll have him auto-tuned singing to a crowd of children that is yeah. about to, to turn into the robots. Um, what did you think, Luke? Oh, yeah, this was a big pile of... Um, of uh, of of dung. <laughs> no, I I didn't have a good time. I'm quite ill today, and I've got a, a really sore eye. I think I've got a eye developing. So watching this in general and keeping my eyes open was painful enough. And then it's just so bright and loud, and there's so much going on. The pacing is mental. Uh. Um, pacing is all over the place. I think that was my main problem. I was gonna say something really stupid. I was like, well, there's a decent story there. Like they've got. I'm like, yeah, because it's a story that's been done a million times. It's a book and everything. It's obviously there's a, a clear through line, but every edition they've added is bad. Mm-hmm. It's not good. There's nothing in it that I like. And yeah, it was just deeply kind of unpleasant to watch. Kind of an awful um, <laughs> trip into the cheap, pointless animation. Yeah. I don't know what else to say, really, that it was rubbish. Yeah, I really rubbish. I just can't rubbish. believe two films in we're regretting doing Real Boys already. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that being said, I think there are, actually thinking about it, a couple of decent bits. Oh, go on. The song. The song. What's the difference? That one. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Sue me. It's all right. <laughs> so there's a song that plays. So uh, Pinocchio has got a girlfriend in this film Weird. who is... Oh, horrible she's, she's she's a horrible little girl she's yeah. nasty what was she's her so, name again i don't know i didn't scamboli spawn i thought yeah. it was cynthia but it's not cynthia that's the friend isn't it i think i think but she is the friend sure. no zach and zach and cynthia are the other friends <laughs> marlene this has oh, this marlene, is all from memory it. by the way <laughs> marlene that's it marlene so She's described on Wikipedia as technophobic, which in this world is she's <laughs> a massive racist yeah. towards <laughs> robots. She hates them. All right, let's actually let's think about the world quickly. So the world of Pinocchio 3000 is set in the year 3000. We're in a cityscape, which looks exactly like the city from the prequel trilogy of Attack Star of Wars. Clones, yeah, it yeah. does. It does. Exactly yeah. like it. Um, and they're run by an evil mayor, Scamboli. Scamboli. Yeah, most evil sounding uh, name ever. The or, town is called Scamboville. How did he get into office with a name like Scamboli? <laughs> what is he? Is he a man or a robot? I couldn't tell. I think he's a man, though. He, he's but... got to be a man because otherwise Pinocchio wouldn't be that interesting to everyone. No, but we can do that because that's something that really annoyed me it's about the world the biggest world inconsistency in this, isn't it? Yeah, is that so obviously Pinocchio gets created and he's a robot boy and they're like, this kid is special. But there's at least three other main characters who are robots who all have distinct personalities, fears, doubts, hopes, dreams. If they'd have set up those other robots as being like really robotic, like the weird traffic guard, that makes sense. But no, Mm. you've got a door, you've got a penguin, you've got a porcupine and you've got some lanky fella and they've all got a personality. (laughs) What are they doing? Yeah, they all understand <laughs> right and wrong as well, I think. They do! <laughs> why are they, they not real? They could all be real boys. Yeah, it is oh. weird. That was my biggest problem as well, is why was everyone so amazed by him when he was like going to school and stuff? Because surely that penguin's had elocution lessons. He's a and, butler. And they lived in a town where there's flying cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So animatronic boys really interested. Whoa! To I'd be more amazed by the little flowers that kept spawning. Yeah, that's yeah. much more interesting. 
I was more interested in that umbrella that. Oh, the sunbrella. Was it called the sunbrella? It was either sun or fun, wasn't it? It was yeah, fun umbrella. Umbrella, right? Yeah, makes anything sunny and it cures depression. I want oh, one. God, I could use one of those. <laughs> yeah. We all order some. Oh god, I'd love that. But it would make more sense if he was made of like nature and flowers. Yeah. Yeah. If he wrote wooden world. and they hadn't seen wood in years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he he's grown flowers out of him. Yeah. I don't that would know. be quite pretty. He's like a little robot boy, but he's again not very distinct from all the children look like him. I that's yeah. I couldn't tell who was a robot and who wasn't. <laughs> yeah, as soon as he lost that little red nose, he could have been anyone. Yeah. <laughs> That, I found the transformation quite scary, though. When sorry, when he was brought to life, it, yeah. they did it again. Where the tra- where like him being made out of the two films we've watched so far, they seem to try and scare you as much as possible before they make you, you know, be on the side of this puppet or this Robo one, Boy. Yeah, this one definitely had echoes of like Frankenstein's monster being created. There was like yeah. the lightning strikes, all that stuff. Isn't he powered by the failed Scambo Land as well? Yeah. yeah. What metaphor is that? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's powered by this terrible corrupt dictator. But what's the point? Like, what is like? He's already invented a robot. He's invented that penguin, who I would say is more impressive than Pinocchio. Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. He Spencer. Spencer. He has the voice of Howie Mandel. Like, what's not <laughs> to love? He's got the so... voice of Howie Mandel, and also he's, he's apparently got uncles and cousins and family. Oh. Even though he's a robot. Yeah. He he was good. I think he stole the show for me, but I I feel I feel bad saying that because Luke's made it quite clear that he didn't like him <laughs> for some I, reason. I liked him as well. Oh, well he was wicked. Yeah, yeah, Spencer. Fine. <laughs> he's fine. Talks a lot. His jokes just kept getting me when he was like, "Hasta la pasta." <laughs> oh, oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> he was like, <laughs> they kept getting you. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> I mean, they're the only bits that I kept. <laughs> He kept uh, he kept me going. He kept me going. Or oh, when he Joe, was talking those about jokes are so bad. <laughs> or when he was talking about his aunt or her, his aunt, his Antarctica. <laughs> I did write that one down. I'm not gonna lie. I think that made me sort of breathe up my nose for a millisecond. You know. Oh, so wow. should we go through all the characters and discuss what we liked and what we didn't like about all of them? What what all the story? What do you want to do? Let, what what did well, you guys think of the Geppetto? Perfect. What do I think of Geppetto? Absolutely yeah. rubbish. Oh my him. God. Why? They didn't even try and make him Italian. He was just an American <laughs> dude. He was just a, yeah, I've checked. He's a Canadian guy. Yeah. He was rubbish. Someone says he's Italian, but he's not. And also, he's not even particularly interested as an inventor because there's already loads of robots in the city anyway. Yeah. Very dull workshop, wasn't it? There weren't like Absolutely. inventions on the walls or anything. That being said, Geppetto bot was pretty cool and it had glasses. <laughs> Oh, that yeah, was cool, yeah. actually. Yeah, well, when he became him, I wanted more of that. <laughs> yeah, I think um, we've got two different ends of the Geppetto spectrum here. The one we had last week was a very hard, strict father. He wanted to discipline his son, didn't he? Mm. Did he? Yeah, yeah. He was. He wasn't very loving. Whereas this one's like, my son. No, oh, he is my son, and I love him. <laughs> and yeah, he's a bit yeah, too but, loving. Uh, but I think that going off of that he was very quick to give pinocchio a name but the name didn't mean anything i feel like the name in the other like you know pine pinocchio like from the other in this he's just like pinocchio but there's no there's no traces of pine anywhere i was disappointed that's what really annoys me is like you go in with this narrative where the character's called pinocchio and geppetto Mm. what's the next side character called spencer (laughs) 
doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think so. This idiot I... has built two two sentient creatures. One of whom he calls Pinocchio, and one he's called Spencer. He created one to look like a penguin, and he's created one as a little boy to be his son. There's just no like. <laughs> it's just occurred to it's me true, actually. Yeah. Now you say that, it's just occurred to me that if the names of Spencer and Geppetto were swapped in that film, I think I would have had a, a bit more respect for it. I think <laughs> Pinocchio, <laughs> Geppetto being a penguin would be great. Like that would be a nice twist. And, yeah. you know, and Geppetto, and this looks like he could be called Spencer. <laughs> he does look like a Spencer. He, he sounds like, like a Spencer as well. He sounds like a Spencer. Wait, on, on Wikipedia, it's says that Geppetto is a robot scientist in this. But he's not a robot. He's a man. No, he's Isn't a he? scientist that makes robots. Yeah, he makes robots. Oh, right. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> oh, just a classic bit of misunderstanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we've got Cyberina, who's a fairy. Yeah. She's a robot, but she looks like a human. But she's mm. also a mermaid? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was strange. I did not like the fairy. Uh, I feel like she was unneeded. I preferred yeah. it when she wasn't in it last last month. Mm. And her inclusion now is, I'm like, I don't care. Oh, you've got God from the very merry Muppets Christmas movie. I don't care. It, yeah. it felt like it had all it had all happened. Like he'd come to life, and he, I feel like he knew his purpose or his lack point. of purpose. And then suddenly they threw the fairy in there for no reason. Yeah, because making him become real as well, we find out at the end of the film that like they can make people into robots or unmake them into robots. They could have just put Pinocchio in there. They don't need oh, the fairy. That was what really annoyed me. I was like, put him in the machine. See what comes out. Imagine yeah. putting Spencer in there. <laughs> oh, it's a mass of meat. And bones and he, just that come out. he just became Geppetto. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it is weird. The, the whole thing of whether people are robots or not, like Pinocchio could just easily blend in with humans in this. He's not a wooden mm. boy running around. Yeah, in, and he has hundreds, is he? I think he's just not, he doesn't spend enough time as a puppet either. He spends one day. Uh, and also, I, I don't want to say, I don't be horrible, but he's a horrible little boy. Mm. He's, he's not a nice. rude, bratty, nasty boy. And I think, to be fair, I think that works a little bit better than when he's nice and sanitized like the new Disney one. He's yeah. horrible in this, like horrible. Um, mm. But I think you've got but... to find a middle ground with it. That's why the adventures of Pinocchio 1996 was such a hit for me. Because <laughs> he's so charming. <laughs> he's kind of charming, but also he's an idiot. Whereas in this, yeah. I think he is just a, a little bit of a naughty brat. Yeah, but then again, right, so we're introduced to that little girl who's Scamboli's daughter, and she's horrible immediately. She's like, robots are stupid. You don't have any imagination. You're a loser. You're an idiot. Then they go to an imagination machine. And then they... Imagination the best... station. <laughs> My apologies. I don't know if that's what it's <laughs> called, but <laughs> it should be called that. <laughs> they go to the white room where you can imagine things and they come to life. And he can imagine stuff. And she's like, wow, that's cool. But also you lost because you're not as imaginative as me. And mm. then he's like, shut up. I was. And I'm like... And, and then, then he steals her medal, doesn't he? Yeah, he, then he steps outside like, what stupid little girl, I'm better than her. And then someone asks him one thing and he's like, yeah, she was better than me, I stole this. Or have some like decisiveness or like, he's flipping all over the, the shot in this He film. is very I didn't like him. Yeah. I, I didn't like the imagination land at all because you could tell that that was just one, a way to ch save some budget for a little bit, have some white screen. Yeah. Because then they're not animating anything. <laughs> Two, 
he didn't know the rules of the imagination and the, the imagination was just like let's make some wallpaper let's make some flowers appear on the walls while we sing a forgettable song right no don't criticize the song it wasn't what are we made of though was it it's not what are we made of but I, i'm much humming i'm thinking about the song now after watching it like what's the difference between a puppet and a boy what's the difference? he's not even a puppet though is he he's a robot I think he might have said robot. But he, says ro- he does no, say they robot. They do say puppet, though. They, they've called him a puppet in this once or twice. Did they? Maybe he's a, he's a puppet for the capitalist <laughs> Scamboli. Maybe they just slipped up and kept it in there. They were like, per robot. Isn't it mad he's alive for one day before his face is up on a blimp advertising theme park? Isn't it mad? Yeah, he's alive for like so quickly, then suddenly becomes the speaking voice for a dictator an overnight success <laughs> two two minutes he's like right go on you can do that yeah it doesn't take long scamboli is a very very evil man isn't he yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, blimey i was he... getting dr eggman vibes from him he looks like him doesn't he mm. yeah. what is his problem and what is his goal well he literally he he sees his daughter mm. she comes in and speaks to him 30 seconds later, he's planning like an exodus of children. Yeah. And he's and he doesn't want her to become a robot, but he hates all children. Uh, so he wants to get rid of them all. Yeah. He and his plan was to contain them, wasn't it? He wanted to contain the children. Why? He's already the mayor of a town. No one's trying to overthrow him. He's successful. Hmm. He's rich. And he's already covering everything in robotic stuff. Why does he have to send children into robots? Yeah, he's not hiding any of this either. No, it's very clear, like a public record. He's in power. He's he's got no one to challenge him. He he can do what he wants. He's the mayor. Oh, I hate <laughs> it when the little his daughter's like, oh come on, like you've got to learn not to do. Like he's no, nah, he's too far gone. You can't get him round with words. He's <laughs> he's he's turning children into into bloody robots. It's awful. Yeah, can we just talk about it as well? I know this is skipping over a bit, but like. His daughter is best friends with Pinocchio even straight after she he kills her dad. Oh yeah, at like the end. Yeah. That's Couldn't true. Care less. <laughs> Do they kill him? I'm pretty certain they kill him, yeah. No, they, they turn don't. him into something, don't they? They turn him into a robot and then Geppetto goes, I'll give him a couple of days as a robot. So they're gonna turn him no, back. Geppetto yeah. melts him down. They makes him into a new robot. <laughs> <laughs> the penguin's like, Geppetto, you gotta make me a wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd hate that. The scenes are equal. Oh, God. Yeah, Scamboli's very evil in this, but like, I mean, it's not a surprise, but he's like a cartoon villain. Yeah. In looks yeah. and actions. I mean, he's got massive ears uh, that are robotic ears. He's more robot than man. He's a bit like um, General Grievous. <laughs> 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 is this a stealth Star Wars film, do you think? Well, I was thinking that um, the little boy does genuinely remind me of Anakin Skywalker from The Phantom Menace. Like, really similar. And he does a lot mm. of pod racing and little racing about on crafts. There's so yeah. much racing in this film, isn't there? And There's a lot of racing. Pinocchio's nose was a bit like those lightsabers that you used to fling and they go, you know, yeah. the, ones, the plastic ones. <laughs> I did like the nose, I've got to admit. Yeah, it, it was good. Yeah. It doesn't feel magic though, does it? I no, not makes all. magic. I think I, I like. I think I liked the whole design of Pinocchio actually, but it just didn't feel like Pinocchio. I didn't like him. 
No. By Roly Poly. Liked his little visor. Little visor he had. That was I cool. Just, I just don't like they've they've brought in magic then in this because there is a fairy, but it's also about manufacturing and industry and stuff. Like <laughs> their themes are all over the place. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to say? Like, and at the end of the day, I don't want to ruin getting to spoilers, but uh, <laughs> magic saves the day and flowers and trees start like growing out because of the fairy who I guess could have done that at any point. Yeah. Right, here yeah. we go. Look, here's how you'd have made this better. They should have established the world as all being very grey. Everyone should have been wearing grey clothes and all that stuff. And then yeah. they should have just made Pinocchio the only thing that was like colourful. Something yeah. like that. Because then you could see why everyone would love him straight away. And then you get Zack Schneider to direct it. You've got a hit on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's. I think that's a really good idea. And I think um, all the robots need to be very robotic, mm. except yeah. for Pinocchio. It's like, imagine if we were watching um, Adventures of Pinocchio and the puppet that Geppetto had made just before Pinocchio was exactly the same, but a bit louder and would make jokes. Yeah, and it's, like, it's more well, fun to be around. Yeah, like <laughs> why make them real as well? Spencer yeah. should have been real. Mm-hmm. If they wanted, the thing is, he doesn't do any butler work, does he? Do we see him no. do any butler work that is justified of him being a butler? There no, was but... one. There was one line that I I took note of. I can't even remember what happens, but he ends up in a freezer somehow. Or does he come from the freezer in the beginning? Yeah, I can't remember. But someone says, <laughs> someone says your butler's in the freezer, and I was like, oh, I'm getting like Lara Croft, the first Lara <laughs> Croft game vibes. <laughs> that was what I thought of as well for some reason. But no, just because he's a penguin, he's <laughs> in an ice room drinking and watching TV. Yeah. But um, they should have made it because he. He's the Jiminy Cricket, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He's the Jiminy yeah. Cricket replacement. They should have made it that Geppetto's first attempt at making something like Pinocchio was a tiny, tiny penguin or something yeah. crap like that. Or, or yeah. a tiny bug. Yeah, a little bug. <laughs> well, I don't <laughs> know. I don't want to lose the penguin. <laughs> okay, I like I'll the, lose penguin, the penguin. But like, maybe if it was a bit more like, I don't know, that he was clearly broken and malfunctioning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah he's glitching. Yeah, yeah like, that would be that'd... quite a funny thing yeah. to have. If he sounded more like Bumblebee from Transformers, he's like <laughs> really not right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what this film was lacking, a character that was not right. I think that that was one of the biggest problems was at the end, suddenly he's not a real penguin. And I'm like, why? <laughs> or what is this? Did yeah. he want to be a real penguin? Though? Yeah, I don't as well. I really don't like the love story. I think it's terrible Uh, there was the one part where he kissed her good night and they slept in a field that made me feel really uncomfortable that part yeah i don't don't feel sick sleeping with people (laughs) have you michael jackson (laughs) (laughs) oh no is that one of his suggestions oh no (laughs) but yeah that's that scene was really odd wasn't it Mm, yeah where they go they they go hold hands for a bit and then they fall asleep together, and then they wake up in the morning, and he laughs because a flower's been turned into metal. And then, and then she goes, "You're an idiot," <laughs> and then storms off. And then he's like, "Wait, you've just turned all the ch- children into robots. Why does he care?" Pinocchio's got no morals or values. Like, why does he suddenly care now? Yeah, he hasn't really met enough children and got on well with them, has he? No, for it to no. make any difference to him. But he, he loved that flowers being turned into robots. And he said, oh, everyone should be robotic. So when they do start <laughs> it, turning robots, he doesn't go like, oh, this is an outrage. He's just like, all right, 
it's stupid. I hate this. <laughs> he, goes, he goes all far right extremist on her and calls her a tree hugger. Yeah, yeah he does. He does. You tree hugger. Yeah, it's a bit oh, dated. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit outdated. I was a bit offended by that. <laughs> there's just and then there's just loads of race sequences, isn't there? Is yeah, there but... any point in this where you thought the animation looked good? No. Mm, no. I don't think so. I think they did a good job of like making metallic surfaces look reflective. That was about as far as it went. After that, it felt very empty and just, I don't know, vacant. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're in a giant uh, futuristic sk- cityscape, but the only people in this city are the mayor, robots, children, Geppetto, and a fair... Yeah, 12 kids. <laughs> and five cars. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's... there's about three skyscrapers, and then you can just see like things in the distance, like miles and miles away. Yeah, that don't yeah. move. I think it's this rubbish. was shot on the volume, the same as everyone can over It is is rubbish. They should have populated this world with people and robots, and then mm. all of it, like you said, being drab or the same. And then suddenly Pinocchio's got like zest and spirit and imagination. I tell you what I felt about this film that I wrote this down. That you know when you were younger and you played a video game of a film and it wasn't a good one. This felt like a film adaption of a bad video game. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know what you mean. And I think that was most evident in that race along a, what was it, like a loop? A tube, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, It was a tube where they suddenly had all these like spacecrafts firing at the penguin and the boy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it was rubbish. Yeah. (laughs) I would say it looks like a mobile game from 2006. Yeah. (laughs) There, there was one part not to jump forward there was one part i particularly loved was that we were saying about the budget earlier and there was there was one moment i don't know if you two caught it where they recycled a shot from elsewhere in the film Did they? and Did they, they just reversed the shot and <laughs> it was really funny and <laughs> it was the part where all the kids get healed i can't remember what the shot was now but it's it's so taken from another part of the film and he's just flipped around. There's like um, a bird, a bird flying backwards in the background. Yeah, some, some, <laughs> it's something. I mean, I assume it's them reversing the effects of them being turned into robots. But they literally took the shot and reversed it, and it, it to me, it stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> maybe I was just watching this too closely. <laughs> I'm glad someone was though, because all I've got is literally just like one thing that happens and then an exclamation mark. That's all my notes. Geppetto hostage yeah that's the same i have i've written nothing of value i'm just i'll just quickly look through my notes then and i'm like i don't have anything uh, Mm. to say beyond what i've already said it's painful to like look at and absorb really uh it's the first one of these films that i've ever just just watched on my phone (laughs) oh you watched on your phone yeah, I was like, I don't even want to put it on a big screen. <laughs> That's probably the size of what the screen was on my TV, though. You can watch it on your phone, it's probably the same. <laughs> See, I, I actually put mine on a projector and uh, for YouTube. I had surround sound. It was it was great. That wasn't enough to keep my eyes on it for too long. Joe but, um... projected it on the village green. I was going to say most of my notes <laughs> are about Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> God, we got a real Spencer fan every, on today. Every time he made a joke, I wrote it down. Like the part where he was like, my Scottish, my Scottish cousin, Pen McGuinn. Oh, oh that's rubbish. Is Joe. that even a joke? I don't know if I like it a lot. It is good. <laughs> what about the other song in this? The Welcome to Scamboland song. We, surely there's something to say about that. Do you remember it, Luke? 
not really and i watched it a mere hour ago <laughs> so i i also can't really remember it because i watched this like two weeks ago now it's like auto-tuned isn't it yeah it's really auto-tuned and he's like i feel like that's the one oh yeah i think this is the one that stuck out to me more than the other one (laughs) (laughs) but you don't remember it no i don't remember i don't remember (laughs) he's just humming welcome to scambo land everywhere he goes (laughs) well i've got to find it now I'm, i'm i'm skimming through the film to find it i'll definitely pop a bit on in the edit He's doing cartwheels and stuff. Yeah. Is this their equivalent of, like, I've got no strings? Yeah. It felt like it, didn't it? Yeah. Mad. It's not as good as that, is it? No. No. I'm just watching yeah. it muted. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought Joe was going to play it, but he's got Yeah, it. me no, too. No, no, but... no I, can, I can actually play it. Are you ready? Hold on a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go Wait, on. Hold, let me... I need to do something with my sound. Hold on a minute. Oh, can I? <laughs> it won't let me, actually. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> no <laughs> I can't I can't play it actually I, I could play it but it will break my uh, microphone again oh, man. Wait, get it up you idiot what get it up <laughs> that's lovely what's that called I'm going to listen to that later computer sings daisy computer sings daisy p3k I've got ads on the minute I think I've got it I've got it I've just searched P3K and it's come up with Johnny English. <laughs> what the hell? I must convince Pinocchio to come home. Oh, there he is. Yeah. I'm actually just putting the whole film on. Yeah, just play the whole film. In commentary. <laughs> Sounds like is that NSYNC. NSYNC, yeah. A world of beans. What does that A world of beans. <laughs> I wish we had a clean audio version. It's not really a song, is it? (laughs) Come on, let's dance! That is rubbish. I feel like that would feel out of date even in 2003 or 4. Well, yeah, but like... Very, like, 97, I would say. I don't think this is a film that was uh, relevant and good even in the year 2004. I think this has always just been a hack (laughs) attempt at trying to create, like, entertainment for children. Like... It just annoys me that they try and peddle this nonsense out to kids instead of like, yeah, like focus a film on like good stuff. This is just rubbish. Yeah, why is everything not good? <laughs> why? Why is I do feel good a bit. Than... Depre- I do feel a bit depressed after watching this actually, and my eye hurts. <laughs> you mentioned that. It's um, rubbish. What do we think of Scamboland? We've not really spoken about it. There's not much to say. There's but not like, much to say. It's it... just a big whale machine that turns people into robots. Or that's it's not all that it is. Yeah, yeah. It just felt like a big snow globe, yeah, but not as right. fun. Is there anything hedonistic about it? No, and the kids haven't mm. done anything wrong. They're not, are they? They're not like, going there and being naughty. No, yeah, he's they just don't he, deserve to be robots. It, it's Scamboli. He's the naughty boy. He just wants to get rid of the kids. You know, he, that's why he's put them in a huge container. But yeah. what? If- 
the kids done? There's two, there's three children in the film, and one of them is his daughter. So like <laughs> a third of all the children who live in this city are his child. Well, so it's the, like the film opens with um, these two kids that don't say or do anything again after the first scene. Zach and Cynthia. Yeah. Zach and Cynthia. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. What they do is they jump on a building and they cover up a flower to save it from getting yeah metal plates put on it see so, you say that but i uh, that's like a hint of what we kind of wanted from this film where, where pinocchio would have been more natural i feel like this mm. film started out as loads of ideas that never materialized into anything good like the future twist on pinocchio is nice i like the, that yeah like yeah. the contrast between like the flowers and the earth and and the future and the robots is nice you know mm. it felt relatable in this age of technology but the ideas just didn't go anywhere. Like, they didn't amount to anything. <laughs> it's almost like this was made really cheaply and as a throwaway product. <laughs> it wasn't made, made cheaply. It was, it was made for $10 million and it lost $9 million. Do you know what, animated though? Film, that might not be much when you think about it. I, I don't know if it's just because of how these characters look, though, but I'm pretty sure, I'm like 50% sure, actually, <laughs> that, oh, no. that I must have got in Spain at the time. I'm sure there you could get a Happy Meal and get a Pinocchio 3000 toy. <laughs> no I'm way. Sure. Honestly, I, I need to look Shut this up. up. I need, I need to find up. I, I need you, to find. I reckon it's the DreamWorks film Robots. I reckon it's yeah, Robots. Yeah, no, you're well. right. I think it is that. <laughs> or Astro Boy. It's, it's something that's not this. Yeah, because the robots uh, came out around the same time. Yeah, I uh, think it is. It's robots. You're right. Yeah, a far better film. And even yeah. then, it's still not very good. It's Did fine. that come out after this or before this? After. They got inspired. They ripped it off. I see some inspiration. Yeah, it's exactly three years after. That's the amount of time it takes to produce an animated film. Uh, so, getting inspired by this. So robots made a set, had a 75 million budget. Uh, 75 million dollar budget uh, and made 262 million mm. compared to Pinocchio 3000 which had 10 million and made 1 million which is rubbish see because that's the thing 10 million how much of that is going to go to getting Whoopi Goldberg's star-studded voice on this probably like 50 percent of the yeah I wouldn't be surprised if a big budget. chunk went to her she was a big deal back then I don't think I've got much more to say other than like this world is vastly outdated because they still use CDs in year 3000 <laughs> yeah that's true this whole future world just seems a bit like I get what they're trying to do I get that they're trying to make a comment about nature but take Pinocchio out of this story and everything goes exactly the same way yeah the fairy is the one who brings nature to the world, not Pinocchio. In fact, Pinocchio all he does is lure more children in. <laughs> like I without think... him, it's the same. It's probably better. Or maybe a future episode for us is that we go back and we fix P3K, <laughs> and then we, uh, <laughs> but we don't call it P3K. Well, we that's take how all... this ends, isn't it? In ten years' time, when we've watched all the films, we're going to make the perfect Pinocchio film. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. We'll have the budget for it less. by then because we'll be superstars. <laughs> but this could, I think. To be fair, like um, I haven't seen it, but artificial intelligence, it sounds a little bit like the same mm. themes and plot, which is a Pinocchio film set in the future about a robot boy. Yeah, we'll get mm. to that in 2026, I think. No, we get... no please, let's do that earlier. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Maybe, we'll see. But yeah, it, you're right. It's just half-baked, this really, isn't it? Yeah. If it had yeah. more of a budget or it was for like an older audience or they were like... I don't think they were ever making this thinking it was going to be a hit. I reckon everyone just sort of half turned up to work every day through a bit of the wall. 
but that being said, maybe they, I reckon they made this film hoping that Michael Jackson would contribute his song to <laughs> oh, God, it. Stop bringing Michael okay. Jackson I think, <laughs> I think that they... <laughs> you think they, the whole thing was framed around I, Michael Jackson? I think it was for Mike. It's, just, it's, it's, like a, it's, it's like in, um, in Men in Black 2 when he's like, I could be Agent M. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're such a Michael Jackson You fan. are a huge fan. <laughs> make me Not of his music. But... Just his music. No, but I think... <laughs> You know, maybe this film would have had more of a shot if it had an original Michael Jackson song in it. I agree, but as it stands, it's a film that is free on YouTube to watch, made no money, has had no cultural impact, so really, it's like, Mm. it doesn't really matter, does it? Like, it's just rubbish, rubbish. I don't think there's anything else to say about this. No. So, do we go to a different bit? Yeah, should we go to the beach? Let's go to the beach. Yeah, right. The gentle sea air. There's no water in this world. (laughs) All right, we're going. We're still in the metallic world. (laughs) Nah, we're in the we're in the real fairy tale world. Oh, lovely! Oh, it's beautiful. Let's just row. Oh no! This is where you add like a boat's crashing. Oh no! I've actually got got splinter. Oh, my clothes are soaking. Oh no! My shoes are so heavy and metallic. Oh, let's get to the let's get to the beach, lads. Come on, because I might sink. This giant whale carcass, guys. Right, I'm sinking. <laughs> oh no, are we inside a whale or are we on a bit? Where are we, Luke? Right, we're inside the whale carcass this time. All oh, right, okay. Right, it's time to deliberate. Let's talk. Let's get down to brass tacks. Let's go through numbers and categories. So let's get our trump cards out. <laughs> so we are now going to get to the point where we arbitrarily rank every element of the film and then also uh, compare it on our Stromboli's big board. Yep. Uh, so far, we only have one of the film on there, which is Adventures of Pinocchio. So let's see how it matches up to that. Can't it's wait. a big, big board. <laughs> so our first category is Popper. And we've got to decide on the Italianness out of ten. Zero. Yeah, he's a zero. Zero. He is a zero. He's, well, he's got an Italian name, and he's referred to as being Italian. Do you think yeah, maybe we give him one? Point five. Not point five. I think. Yeah. Right. Point five. Just saying, someone. I mean, I could say I'm Italian. It doesn't make me Italian. I feel like most Italians do, though. Have you met Joe Tarone? <laughs> hey. <laughs> But yeah, he doesn't really have any element of the character that is Italian. It's just removed from this. It's no. just a Canadian man. He doesn't eat pasta once. Okay, the pap, <laughs> the papperness. How much of a papper he is? He's a soft papper. He is a papper. He saw. He did care. To be fair, he kept saying he wanted to get back to Pinocchio, and he wanted to tell him, you know, to come home. I don't. Think so he, was he cared. That fatherly though. No, I think he missed him while he was gone, but didn't appreciate him while he was there. But he didn't even have any time with him. It was he like... didn't do anything. Yeah, that's the big problem in this. He's just sort of there whining. Yeah, he has no autonomy. He doesn't go out looking for him. Oh, wait, he does. And then he gets kidnapped mm. by the And he gets the kidnapped. Oh, he gets taken hostage. <laughs> I reckon uh, a three. That's got to give him some points, at least. All right, yeah. I three. I, three. I agree. Three. So a bit of a yeah. caring dad, but also he's, he <laughs> well, also lacks a bit of autonomy. He's... He's just a plonker. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have any, like, I complained about the love story, but at least that gave him something else that's not just him wanting a boy for no reason. Mm. It was Mm. him, like, building something out of love and wanting love and a family. Here it's just like, why have you built this after building a penguin? Yeah. (laughs) It's not really the next logical step, is it? Yeah. That guy's life is he built a penguin, he built a door, he built an umbrella that cures depression, and he built a little boy. Like, why? 
What is what's his problem? He could have done so much more. So we, this actually leads nicely into our next bit of uh, Popper is his craft skill. Well, I would give him higher if everyone else in the town wasn't already a robot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. Some guy is already building a porcupine wind-up porcupine yeah. man. Yeah, he's unoriginal. Man. He's a fraud. <laughs> yeah, and also, yeah. it's it's a very postmodern debate, and I don't think we've got time to fully go into it. <laughs> <laughs> but a postmodern debate about if he can no, but it's like that whole "this is not a pipe" thing. It's like he can invent a what is it called a P3K imagination chip, the latest technology. Absolutely, he can invent that to give a robot imagination, but he doesn't have that much imagination because he's made an umbrella, a penguin, and a boy. <laughs> he's hardly Salvador Dali creating all these interesting things, is he? He's yeah, because we've all seen. He wants something to come along that's more imaginative than him, which is what I gave Pinocchio, and that's why Pinocchio's imagination is springs, and also proven not as good as an actual real girl. <laughs> so he's like, he's an in- like he's not as good as I a normal kid. Yeah. He is, it's rubbish. Stromboli's yeah. more imaginative. He uh, is. Stromboli. <laughs> Scamboli. <laughs> Stromboli, Scamboli. No, I'd I'd give him like a two. For his craft, I agree. Yeah, for his yeah. craft, I'd say a two. He doesn't seem to be doing anything unique that that uh, city doesn't already have already. He's not needed. Uh, no wonder he's poor. <laughs> is he poor? Exactly. He has a talking yeah. door. Yeah, to be fair, his house talks and he has a penguin. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. And that penguin is like using up all the freezer stuff. The energy bills must be through the roof, and yet he's still yeah. building puppets. Does he pay the penguin? No, because he's no, because it's, it's a his slave. butler, it's a manservant. He's a slave. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Sounds terrible. And then, what about his sadness? This guy <laughs> doesn't seem sad. I thought he was always sad. What What point does he say? Like, I've got a dead Finally kid or a dead a wife. He's no, he did. I don't think he seemed sad. He was like, I gotta get Pinocchio to come home. That was he like the one. He wasn't sad before, but all he does is whine about where his son is the whole time. But also, the people of the town like him. There's never, there's no one who opposes him except for Scamboli. I think Scamboli but, barely even knew he existed. Barely knew. But in all the other ones, it's like, oh, Geppetto the freak. And they'll hate him. Yeah, I guess. Here yeah, his just... life isn't as sad. Well, he's got no. a penguin with him. He's well, got he's, a penguin he's not lonely, butler. is he? No, he's got a door. He's got Why a did penguin. he need a son when he had he's... Spencer the penguin? <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he's not that sad either. So how do we rate this? Is this 10 that their sadness is good or like 10 that they're massively sad? 10 that they're really sad, 1 that they're not sad. 2? Yeah, I think a 2. Yeah, I'd say the same. Oh, not good in the Papa camp this week. <laughs> Poor David Papa. So uh, ne- next category is bug. Uh, again, we don't have a bug here. We have a penguin. So how would you rate his charm? Ten. He's 10. He's 10. I'm putting him at 10. I'd give him a three. Uh, yeah. What? I don't no. think he's charming. He's annoying. He's not charming. Oh, he's annoying. We're going to have to call it a five. Seven. <laughs> I'll go as high as a 5.5 right yeah. 6 we'll say no, 6 no 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 I think 5.5 is fair 5.5. this is not fair he's, no, no, Spencer. No, I don't think it's fair that we're rating him higher than 5 yeah that is bad. one of the least charming characters he's so nice he's trump card so overpowered of charm yeah. it's just him all he does is talk about his cousins and he does bad jokes <laughs> and he's it's a not robot like... he wouldn't have cousins 
Yeah, he's not charming. He doesn't even know what he is. What he's about like, Pen Mick Gwynn? Oh, but he's not a robot. And he's not a penguin. Like, why? Why did they make a robot of a penguin? Does it makes sense. And then why does he still need to live in a cold environment? Isn't that? But he has isn't, family. But he's, I think he's that's a robot. part. I think that's part of the charm, though. It's a unique part of the story. He's, it's different, yeah. Just because it's different doesn't mean it's good. Whatever. How much, <laughs> of, how much of a role model do you think he is? Well, he's got a steady job. Yeah, he has a good job. He's a slave. He he values family a lot, and that is what Pinocchio is all about. Therefore, I'm going to say ten. <laughs> the one, no, ten. Let's think of him. He's being a role model. He teaches one lesson to Pinocchio, I think, and that's how the traffic lights work. And he teaches him it wrong, causes a car crash. He does. Bad yeah, also. bad role model. So he's a two. Causes and that leaves... Carmageddon. What, what do you think? Two, three, one, two. Yeah. Totally yeah, too. I I love him, but he's reckless. And then his teaching is the is the third part. Teaching and role model are very similar, but maybe we need to, maybe role we need model, to tweak that. <laughs> I think role model though is just like how they carry themselves as well. Yeah, yeah, like his how charisma for their lessons, and he's he he does terrible teaching. He's he, rubbish at teaching. I though. think he's someone who has a lot of experience. He had a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> Um, he's a robot. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have a life or backstory. He does. He has all this family. They don't <laughs> exist. He, they do. Japan programmed them into his stupid mind. He didn't have family. Look, he made it up. I think the essence of Pinocchio films are about <laughs> family and belief. Okay, and I believed everything that Spencer said. I felt listened to. You're so as I, as, you're as naive as P3K then. Yeah. So What's I think the... you need to stop giving Spencer a What's hard it? time. Spencer's an idiot as well. He no, gets... he's not. <laughs> the little boy gets... <laughs> Pinocchio gets back and he's like, where's Japan? And he's like, he's not with you. He's been out all night. He went to the villain's lair, didn't come back. Where do you think he was all night, mate? And he was yeah. like happy to see Pinocchio. He's like, wait, he's not with you? Why would they be out all night? Like, what are you talking about, you idiot? Yeah. If it got to like two in the morning, it'd have been like the little boy and the old man are missing. I need to... Get into action. Now he's just still sat at home. Useless. Yeah, because where's Geppetto got to go? Down to the empty CGI streets. Stare <laughs> at the grey buildings. I think, I though... Think one. He was a in, terrible teacher. In Spencer's defence, in Spencer's defence, he wasn't programmed to babysit this boy. Geppetto clearly hadn't updated his firmware, so he knew that he had to look after the puppet. We're not rating the firmware, we're rating Spencer. <laughs> and I'm rating... Reason, yeah, he's a one. And he's I'm not rating teacher. his charm or him. Yeah, I'm rating him for his teaching. What does he teach him, Joe? What does he teach him? He doesn't That's teach him anything. Yeah. He doesn't teach no. him anything. He, Spencer was more for the audience than he was for Pinocchio. Yeah, I agree, yeah. but he doesn't yeah. teach anything. One, one. <laughs> he's, really he's charming, Joe. We'll give him that. He is 5.5. We've given him 5.5, but he's a terrible teacher. He doesn't fill that teaching role, which is essential for the bug. In order for me to feel like a real boy, I need to get <laughs> lessons from these films. And I felt I felt taught by Spencer. I learned nothing by him. I... <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now let's go on to villain. So we've got two categories for this one. Uh, so threat. Um, he is, he's he, he, he's His master plan was a bit deadly. Yeah, he's evil. He's horrible. He, mm. There's no redeeming qualities. He's I got think shades maybe... of other dictators in him. So I would say, yeah, he's pretty... <laughs> Where, where famously, did... Pol Pot had some massive red robe bodies. Where, where like did we put Stromboli? Camps. Where did we put from last episode? Where Lorenzini. did we put 
Lorenzini. Oh, Lorenzini was evil, but he was smarter than this guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was. This smart. guy's got the resources, though. Blimey, yeah, he's got resources. Yeah. If we're chronicling their rise to power, uh, this guy is probably going to be the most powerful of all of them because he's mm. literally a dictator of the world. Yeah. Um, or at it's least that's town. he. But I think he's quite threatening. I mean, that idea of turning children to robots, not nice. Mm. Willing to like pretty much almost destroy his own kid. He's very close to doing that. I know, but he does stop it, doesn't he? He does, but like, yeah. he, I think he just got lucky. <laughs> he sees his daughter. This is how threatening he is. He sees his daughter for that short amount of time, and then he wants to kill every kid other than her. That is That's evil. That is and threatening. Then, and then, but he, he's... Does he like robots or not like them? Because there's a bit where, like, obviously he has Pinocchio on side, and then he's like, "Oh, go away from me, and my daughter, you robot freak!" Everybody works for him's a robot. He's part robot. He loves robots, but he's also hates them. That twist was very quick, wasn't it? That change. That was rubbish. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of that in this film of just quick changing, like no development, yeah. no character. Stuff. Yeah, he is threatening though because of the resources. I'd say he's a seven. Yeah, I'd give him a seven. Yeah, maybe. I'd I'd put him around six, seven. All right, and then we've got quality of theater show, and he does put on a show. He a does show. showmanship. Yeah, the is kids the were loving it. The Pinocchio like song, I guess, was his show. Mm. How would you rate that? Three. Yeah, it, it was all right. <laughs> that was one where I felt it was definitely more for the characters in the film than it was for us. It was more entertaining for them than it was for us. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, it wasn't fun to watch as a viewer. It was. So, is that what we're rating it on? Are we rating it on how good it was for us or how good it was for them? Both. Because they were, they looked like they were loving it. They were loving when Pinocchio was spinning round. They were like, ah. Yeah. But, I know, but why would they be so amazed by that? This place has flying cars. And then seeing a vaguely human boy do a car <laughs> dancing in the distance, frenzy. Yeah, and they have loads of robots. Those two awful people were robots. The cat and the fox people. Yeah, let's take a little look back to last last month in oh, yeah. um, Adventures of Pinocchio. We saw a huge foot coming down and stomping awesome. across the stage. We saw fire. We saw fire breathing monster all on stage. And this was in like the 1800s before there was even ABBA holograms, which we've got now. But like, <laughs> yeah, the, the stuff in this—it was an empty stage with one boy. Dancing. It was a bit. It was a bit Panto-y, wasn't it? Yeah. Not even it, that. Panto would be more exciting. Nah, Panto would be better. This was like this was like school show, primary school show. One kid. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was a terrible, terrible display. Let's cross-reference this, yeah. So Scamboli, we've spoken about how threatening he is, and the thing that makes him threatening is that he's got wealth. Yeah. Okay. All that money, all those resources. Think of the show he could have put on. He could have put yeah. on. He could have had massive, like a ship, a Brian May song, fire, yeah. a puppetry wizardry, some Michael um, Jackson. Oh, stop, stop saying that, man! <laughs> all of that out every time you mention him, Joe. For God's sake, uh, where's your so, conscience? I think personally, maybe a three. Yeah, I think a three. I was going to go catchy. two. Oh, oh, okay, Ooh. two point five. Let's then. go two. No, let's go two. Yeah, yeah, let's go down. I don't care. Let's do him a one. Yeah. <laughs> it's rubbish. We aren't Excellent. willing to round up our score about Spencer, but we will round down the score when you say it, Joe. <laughs> Spencer's a winner in my eyes, anyway. If Spencer was in the show. I'd understand it. <laughs> um. So finally, we're on Wooden Boy. Um. Ooh, so first of all, skip all of that this time. Well, yeah, he's, he's not wooden anymore. He is now made of metal. 
Um, let's think about his lies on a Nando scale of spice. Um, so I counted the amount of lies, and I got apparently nine lies, I think. Yeah, I got ten. Okay, so a few more than me. Yeah, well, I, I lost count at some point because I lost interest, but I got to about four. <laughs> <laughs> There's but definitely there's, some no, number in but, there. But I'm surprised. I'm surprised that you guys only got like nine or ten because I think that was really early in the film that I stopped counting. I think it was. It was. He was more unpleasant than he was a liar. Yeah. And his lies would be the extending nose, and then it'd come back. Um, yeah. How are you rating him as a liar? He doesn't lie as much as the, the no. Adventures of Pinocchio. What was I yeah. Adventures of Pinocchio one? Did we go medium on the Nando scale? We went medium, yeah. I think he's a. this one's a mild one or maybe a lemon yeah. and herb. I think I'd mild is not lemon and is herb. Is mild and lemon and herb the same level or is mild Lemon and herb is a bit zestier. I'd go mild then. I'd yeah. go mild. He's yeah. still got hold right. some lies. And this kid has no zest. <laughs> he was, so he was a, zesty actually, is he? And he was a naughty little boy, so. Yeah, he's yeah, just he's, naughty. He's naughty and... Nasty. Yeah. Okay, uh, quality of transformation. Oh, I was going to say, actually, at the end when he becomes the real boy, he looked like a scary version of Jimmy Neutron. Do you remember that show? I do remember that show. <laughs> this, whole does... fil- this whole film looks like Jimmy Neutron. Yeah, same yeah. Animation. it that did actually, good. yeah. Um, I hated the little boy at the end of this film. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be something we'll hear every month. <laughs> yeah. He loses everything that makes him unique. Yeah, but he yeah. still kind of looks a bit like a robot he's still, that's so. what i mean like it, it didn't it didn't really impact it didn't it didn't land for me because i was like oh he's a real boy but Can you imagine if he just became a photorealistic child still stuck <laughs> in this world <laughs> i think the problem with the art design of this is that all the humans are wearing like helmets and it looks like a lot of the clothing have like bolts and stuff on it so yeah, yeah. you can't tell how robotic the people are anyway so you've got mm-hmm. a robot who looks like everyone else and then he mm. turns into a boy, and then he's just to kiss a girl. He doesn't kiss her at the end, thank goodness, but... He snogs her. Why are they all wearing helmets? Is there a lot of falling debris in this futuristic city? <laughs> <laughs> it's constant head injuries. Oh, it's because at any moment you could get hit by a car in the head. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be blessed relief, wouldn't it? Hard <laughs> to live in this awful blimp world where... I think isn't he hit can hear everything everyone says about him, right? The... <laughs> Gamboli because the robots like don't say anything he might be listening oh, so it's like is. a big brother kind of thing oh yeah because there's the eye that watches over the whole town yeah. as well isn't there no oh, his threat was huge yeah he <laughs> was so threat he had a skyscraper yeah he had a skyscraper with an eye on it <laughs> and he had He's massive Sauron. robot He's yeah, just he, had, Sauron. he had massive robot ears to listen to everyone's conversations about him in the city and he turns children to robots. He's such a bad bloke. He's actually so threatening. Here, I want to know who who bred with him, and also where is his uh, where are his genitals? <laughs> He's got a robot, everything except a head. Does he have a child? Question. And where's his wife? <laughs> Yeah, where is she? Maybe that what made him so bitter, her death. Maybe he's a bigger threat than we realised. What if the girl's Geppetto's first like foray into making robots? <gasps> well, that'd be a good twist, wouldn't that'd it? That'd be a great twist. Yeah, that's why they're drawn together. That's why she hates robots because she is one. Wow, like the end of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. This is this is a secret Blade Runner film. <laughs> <laughs> what are we ranking again? The um, transformation. Uh, quality of transformation. I'm gonna say two. Two. Three. Yeah, this, this film just stinks of like three out of ten. Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Um, surface level look of puppet, um, or robot. I mean, I hated his eyes. I liked his awful. visor though. The visor was cool. 
I only it's... liked the nose. I liked it, but that's I like the extendy nose. But put, the... put it all together, and you got a whole puppet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you thinking? I'm thinking three. Uh, I'm going two, yeah, two, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah two, and then uh, length of nose. Okay, so let's deliberate around that. So the longest point where the nose is its longest is where he again uses it to attack the villain, the same mm. as last month. How how long do you think that nose was? I don't think it was much longer than two metres, I would go with. Yeah, because it, it feels like all he does is push him into a button. <laughs> yeah, he's not room. that far from him, is he? <laughs> have you got a lightsaber, Jeff? I have, yeah, I was just trying to trying to get some reference here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like could that. You, <laughs> could you shove a man across the room with that? <laughs> I think it got... It got kind of long at the end. I'd say maybe two. I didn't think it got that. I thought it had quite like a limit to it. I I think it was quite limiting because it was like one of those old lightsabers. Mm. Yeah, all the way through. Yeah, but right at the end, he says so many in a row. Yeah, I think starts. I think that the way we can look at this, Joe, is that you got four lies and you stopped. And I think he only told lies in one scene and then didn't tell any more again until the end. And I think that's when he did those six or seven lies. And I think it grew maybe, let's say, like two and a bit inches each time. Yeah. Right, hang on, look. there's There he is there, and he's got the fairies appeared in front of him. And, oh, my God, you can't see anything. Oh, he's gone. He's gone invisible. <laughs> oh, he's, gone. Oh, he's oh, left. Oh, no. Uh, uh. <laughs> right, there we go. So yeah. Oh, yeah. The nose is out almost towards the fairy. I'd say maybe two and a half metres. I think two and a half metres, yeah. He couldn't, think... Let's just say he couldn't make a whale's tonsils get tickled like Pinocchio did last month. No. no, exactly. And he doesn't go the entire width and breadth of a whale to explode it. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, pretty naff. Yeah. Just pushes a little button and then nudges a man. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a weak nose. A weak yeah. nose. Um, no, it's not great. Not great. A weak nose and a weak film. Okay, so let's uh, go through all of our things. And oh my goodness, I think I've just... No, there is one that's higher than the bug charm. <laughs> right, so Papa, um, Italianus 0.5, Papanus 3, Craft Skill 2, Sadness 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bug, or the penguin here, charm 5.5, way too high. <laughs> too low. He's not, he's not too charming. He... He's not charming. He's not. He, like, he is... He's... I loved him. If I met him, I would not be charmed by him. I'd be interested. I would be charmed. He's not charming. He's aroused, maybe, but I would not be charmed. If I met him, I I would have so many questions about his life, about his upbringing. He doesn't have an upbringing. He does. He he has an aunt. He has an aunt. They don't exist. They do. He's not making it up. He's. <laughs> he's not i believed he him he is a liar anyway fine 5.5 for charm role model two teacher one mm. rubbish villain threat seven quality of theater show two mm. so threatening mm. guy he is pretty much big brother but yeah. also he's a bit naff and his show is rubbish Mm-hmm. But then finally we got onto our wooden boy lies on a nando scale is mild quality of transformation two surface level look of the puppet or robot is a two and the length of nose is two point five meters which is one of the shortest noses we've seen on real boys it's so <laughs> inconsequential yeah well, so yeah that's that's our ranking it's pretty naff to be honest all around um, unfortunately and, so I would be and happy then, if the film was like lame but at least there were some like insane things to do with yeah. those parts. but even they they're not reaching the heights are they nice. exactly it's a bit naff on all the elements so I finally let me get it up 
I've got the Stromboli wooden board, uh, which is a bit like the stars in the reasonably priced car I can't, in Top Gear. I can't tell if you've actually got a board or, yeah, or if your it. camera's if your camera's making it disappear again. No, I don't have a board in real life. I was just hoping in the edit. This is an audio podcast. I don't actually need it physically. I'll add some wooden board sound effects. <laughs> so right here we've got Adventures of Pinocchio. That's at the top of our board. Are we going higher or lower than Adventures of Pinocchio? Oh, lower, lower, lower. lower yeah, uh, definitely, no definitely lower. So it's going to be number two currently. It's the um, second best Pinocchio film we've watched, though. Which is <laughs> um, so I guess I don't think. the only thing we've got a question now is: uh, was this a real boy or was it a donkey? It's not. It's a robot. They don't get turned into donkeys in this. No. Oh, All right, but that's confusing, isn't it? I think that turning way. this into a donkey would be doing it doing it a favour. <laughs> that's that'd be like in the original if all the kids had turned into puppet boys instead yeah. of that's rubbish. Yeah, it's weird. I think yeah, it's got to be a donkey though. Unfortunately, yeah. If that's the negative option, that's the one this is getting. Yeah. For me, this was a painful watch. Like I've watched some bad films in my time, and I'd say this is definitely like around. The, the worst that I've ever watched. It's just so... It's painful, it's grating, it's not funny, it looks horrible. I just feel bad for getting you this as a present for your wedding. <laughs> yeah, like, did yeah, you get anything else? That DVD. No, you didn't give me anything else, that was it. That was it. I gave him that gift wrap with a bow. Not even a Blu-ray, it's just a DVD. <laughs> I got him a DVD player as well. <laughs> a little compact one for in the yeah. car. Um, <laughs> But no, yeah, it is, it's just a lame film, isn't it, really? Yeah. I agree. Uh, Joe, what about you? Yeah, I thought the same. I thought that I was going to, going into it, I thought I was going to remember more of it, but I can see why I didn't remember more of it. Um, and There's I thought I was going to have some kind of, huh? There's nothing to remember, is there? Oh, that's what I mean. Like, I, I just, I, I didn't remember any of it apart from the fact it's Pinocchio. Wait a second, what? Oh no, I'm looking at the wrong film here. I was I, I had to, I, Wait, you're watching I had it now. To, wait, no, I had the um I've got the Wikipedia page for robots open. And I looked I looked down and all I saw was starring you and McGregor and I was like <laughs> So that's I was like, who voiced the porcupine wait a minute. <laughs> I was like wait we need to re-rank this no but no I, I thought I would have more of like a nostalgia attachment to this but like I say I didn't remember much of it there wasn't much to remember it was a tricky watch and um, yeah I'm sorry for putting you both through this <laughs> yeah I'm going donkey as well uh, this was very naff and please uh, put that down until we finish that deliberating put that down it's gone. Luke, Luke Terry's reading a book as I'm talking to him. <laughs> How rude. You're as rude as this horrible robot boy. Um, uh, this is pretty naff. Uh, it takes the bare bones of the story. And actually, you'd think they'd do something more creative with the setting. And it's not creative at all. Um, it's, <laughs> dare I say, it's a little bit wooden. It's a bit boring. I did kind of like the song. And I liked the penguin. But... That's about it. There's not really any reason anyone should ever see this, especially now. And yeah, don't show your kids this kind of trash. Like, show them something good. Show them something with an actual good story and good animation. And yeah, I'm watching that's robots. Great. Yeah, Go get, watch robots. Go watch robots. There's that robot with the big bum. Yeah, Aunt Fanny. <laughs> Aunt Fanny. There's no Aunt Fanny in this. There's Mr. Cobblepot or whatever who's got the he's the big ball. What's his name? <laughs> I don't know. 
Who's the that? big ball played by Mel Brooks, and he's just got a ball for a body. Oh, in robots. I thought you meant in this. No, in robots. We were talking about robots. This film just has nothing. It doesn't have anything really going for it. No. Um, like I said earlier, I think there was like the seeds of something good, but they did nothing good with those seeds at all. Like there yeah. were some ideas mm. where you you can tell that they yeah <laughs> they, you could tell they put it on paper and they were like and it and it must have been enough of a driving force for them to go let's make this film but I think the the seeds didn't blossom they didn't uh, none of it landed and it kind right. of just fizzled out before it even hit the ground yeah the big ball was called Big Weld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. That's a really good name. That's better than anything in this Spencer. <laughs> Rubbish name. Yeah, you can really tell where the original characters end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new ones start. Pinocchio, Geppetto, and Cynthia, or whatever. <laughs> Zach. Cyberina. Oh, absolutely rubbish. Oh, wait, is the whale's mouth opening? It is. Oh, it? oh it's got... wait, I thought it was dead. How's it going to. Oh, God, it's spinning. Oh, 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 be careful. Oh, how lucky is it though that we ended up back in the workshop? I thought we were at the oh. beach. <laughs> no, he's, he spat us back to the workshop where we started our journey. Oh, thank goodness! The door oh. was open. We flew right inside. Um, yeah. Lovely. So we have uh, deliberated over the film. So now, uh, what I want everyone to do, all our listeners, is to quickly pause this and go grab a nice cup of hot chocolate, or maybe a nice cup of tea. Okay. Nice cocoa, because now we're going to story time with Luke Terry. Uh, okay, kids. Um... <laughs> Dad? <laughs> right, look, I've tucked everyone in. Okay, here we go. That's me, that's me tucking in your sheets. Oh, <laughs> okay. don't pinch me. You warm enough? Yeah. You warm enough? I'm maybe too warm. I'm, I'm very comfortable right, right now. We'll open a window. Do you, do you guys fancy a story? Yeah, I'd love one, please. Um, let's see, what have we got on the shelf? This is the book Pinocchio by Carlo Calidi. I want everyone to... Sorry, a light just turned on behind me. (laughs) Sorry, kids, I hope no one was startled by the light that turned on. (laughs) Right, okay, everyone settle down. This is the story Pinocchio. It's about a little wooden boy. How it happened that Mr. Cherry, the carpenter, found a piece of wood that laughed and cried like a child. There was once upon a time a king, my little readers will shout together. No, children, you make a mistake. Once upon a time, there was a piece of wood. It was not the best, but just a common piece of wood, such as is used in stoves and fireplaces to kindle the fire and warm the rooms in winter. How it happened, I cannot tell. But the fact is that one fine day, this piece of wood just happened to be there in the shop of an old carpenter whose real name was Mr. Antonio. But everyone called him Mr. Cherry, because the tip of his nose was always as red and shiny as a ripe cherry. What's this this all about? (laughs) As as soon as Mr. Cherry noticed this piece of wood, he was delighted. He rubbed his hands together joyfully and said, This has come at exactly the right moment. It is just what I need to make a leg for my little table. Why is he Dracula? (laughs) He's very easy. Dad! Well, son, there's things... Not everyone with a foreign accent's Dracula. <laughs> you just said Dracula's voice. This is how xenophobes are made. If you fear everyone with that accent, he's from the east of Europe. <laughs> then, without hesitating a moment, he took his sharp axe to strip off the bark and the rough part of the wood. 
but just as he raised the axe for the first blow, he stopped with his arm in the air, for he heard a very tiny voice begging him gently, Don't strike me too hard! You can imagine old Mr. Cherry's surprise. Is it not Geppetto in this? Have I bought a bootleg book? Anyway, kids. Um, <laughs> he, he looked Is around the, the room. <laughs> it's very meta. He looked around the room to see where the tiny voice had come from, but he saw nobody. He looked under the bench. Nobody. He looked in the cupboard, which was always shut, but there was nobody. He looked in the basket of chips and sawdust. No one. He opened the door and looked out into the street. What do you think he saw? No one. No one. What was to be done? I see, he said at last, laughing and scratching his wig. (laughs) I must have imagined that tiny voice. Now let's go to work. He raised his axe again and down it went on the piece of wood. Ow, you hurt me! Complained the same tiny voice. This time Mr. Cherry was struck all of a heap. His eyes stood out of his head, his mouth was wide open, and his tongue hung out over his chin, as you see on some fountain masks. You ever seen any of those fountain masks? <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I'm not enjoying this. Where's Geppetto? As Carry soon on. as he could speak, he said, trembling and stuttering with fright. But where did that tiny voice come from that cried, Oh! There is not a living soul here. Is it possible that this piece of wood has learned to cry and complain like a baby? I can't <laughs> believe it. This piece of wood, just look at it. It is nothing but a piece of firewood, like all the others. When you put it on the fire, it will make the kettle boil. Is well, that Chris then, Pratt? Is there someone hidden inside it? If there is so much the worse for him, I'll attend to him. And he took the poor piece of wood in both hands, and without mercy, he started to beat it against the wall. Then he stopped and listened to hear if any tiny voice were complaining this time. He waited two minutes, nothing. Five minutes, nothing. Ten minutes and still nothing. And now I understand, he exclaimed, laughing and pulling his wig. I must have imagined that the tiny voice that said, Oh, I'd better do my work. And because he was very frightened, he began singing to encourage himself. Meanwhile, he put the axe down and taking his plane, began planing and shaping the piece of wood. But while the plane went to and fro, he again heard that tiny voice which said, laughing, Stop! you tickling me! <laughs> this time, poor Mr. Cherry dropped as if struck by lightning. When he opened his eyes, he was sitting on the floor. He was so changed you could hardly have recognised him. Even the end of his nose, which was always red, had turned blue with fright. That's the end of chapter one. Is that the end of chapter one? Yeah, do you want to hear more? Yeah. yeah keep running i'm not ready for bed for your free month of audible follow the link in the bio (laughs) (laughs) all right chapter two mr cherry gives the piece of wood to his friend geppetto who planned the marvelous Uh... that can dance and fence and turn somersaults in the air well this one's doing cartwheels as well kids Are are you still warm enough can close the window over? Yeah, I'm getting a bit nippy actually. Could you? Could yeah, you close there's the loads there, of flies getting in. That's right. I'll just I'll just pull Luke in closer to me. Oh, lovely! <laughs> there's a moth. There's a moth by the light as well, so I'll have to turn it off soon. So you Delicious, my favourite. My eyes are covered in insects. <laughs> Help me, Joe. Can you pass me a, a um, serviette? I want to get that dribble off of Luke's mouth. Um, all right. Yeah, here. <laughs> there we go. All right, clean now. Um, clean. Okay, chapter two. At that moment, somebody knocked on the door. 
Come in there, said the carpenter, but he was too weak to stand up. A little jolly old man came in the shop. His name was Geppetto, but when the boys in the neighbourhood wanted to tease him, they called him by his nickname of Polendina because of his yellow wig, which looked very much like a dish of polenta. <laughs> Geppetto was very short-tempered. Woe betide anybody who called him Polendina. He simply went wild, and no one could do anything with him. Good morning, Mr. Antonio, said Geppetto. What are you doing down there? I am teaching the ants how to read. Much good may it do you. What brought you here, Mr. Geppetto? My legs, Mr. Antonio. I have come to ask you a favor. Here I am, ready to serve you, answered the carpenter, getting to his knees. That was two different voices there. I know, um, I just noticed. It was really good. That was nice. Cool. I had an idea this morning. Let us hear it. I thought I would make a fine wooden puppet. A really fine one. That can dance, fence, and turn somersaults in the air. Then with this puppet, I could travel round the world and earn my bit of bread and my glass of wine. What do you think about it? Bravo, Polendina, said that same tiny mysterious... Oh, that was Pinocchio. Bravo, Polendina, said that tiny mysterious <laughs> you've got You've got to commit to that <laughs> voice now for the rest <laughs> That's of Pinocchio. Pinocchio's Ten line. years. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait till we finish this book. <laughs> When he heard the name Polendina, Mr. Geppetto became so angry that he turned red as a ripe pepper. He turned to the carpenter and said in a fury, Why do you annoy me? Who is annoying you? You called me a Polendina. No, I didn't. Oh, perhaps I did it. But I say that it was a you. No. Yes. No. Yes. And as they grew more and more excited from words, they came to blows. They seized one another's wigs and even hit and bit and scratched each other. At the end of the fight, Geppetto's yellow wig was in Mr. Antonio's hands and the carpenter's grey wig was between Geppetto's teeth. <laughs> <laughs> give me my wig, said Mr. Antonio. You give me mine and let us make a peace treaty. So the two little old men, each taking his own wig, shook hands and promised to be good friends forever. Oh, what? No, <laughs> neighbor Geppetto, said the carpenter, to prove that they were friends again. What can I do for you? I would like to have a little piece of the wood to make my marionette. Will you give it to me? Mr. Antonio, pleased as punch, hurried to his bench and took the piece of wood which had frightened him so much. But just as he was giving it to his friend, it shook so hard that it slipped out of his hands and struck poor Geppetto's shin. Ah, this is a final way to make me a present, Mr. Antonio. You have almost lamed me. Upon my honour, I didn't do it. Oh, so I did it then. It is all my fault of this piece of the wood. Yes, I know the wood hit me, but you threw it at my legs. I did not throw it at you. That's a lie. Geppetto, don't insult me. If you do, I shall call you Polendina. Blockhead, Polendina. Donkey, Polendina. Ugly monkey, Polendina. When he heard himself <sighs> called Polendina for the third time, Geppetto, blind with rage, rushed at the carpenter, and the second fight was worse than the first. <laughs> When it was over, Mr. Antonio had two more scratches on his nose, and Geppetto had two buttons less on his jacket. You okay, kids? Is it scaring you? Yeah, I'm right. really scared of Mr. Geppetto I, in this situation. Such a fighter in this. On, on the pupper rating, this guy's going down. I can't wait to do the ratings at the end of this book, but before then, three more lines. Honours fuss being even, they shook hands again, and vowed to be good friends forever. 
Then Geppetto took the piece of wood and thanking Mr. Antonio, went limping home. That's after all of these fights. There's a lot of good illustrations in this book that I would show you kids if, if you were still awake, but you've fallen asleep. Oh, I'm just going to turn the light off and leave. Night, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Too dad. <laughs> okay. Hey, um, go back to sleep. Oh, right. Um, that was a um, deeply unpleasant portrayal of Geppetto in the original <laughs> oh, novel. Oh, yeah, he's very evil, isn't he? What about that gravelly voice he had? What's the <laughs> what's his problem? Like, why does he not want to be called Pomandero or whatever? I think it's like being called Custard Head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it when someone calls me Custard. But no, you've never been called that. <laughs> it's very annoying when people call you Custard Head. I think there's something about like I don't know. Like he's just immediately outraged and violent and mm. scratching men's noses when they insult him. Yeah, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how that plays out because we've never really seen a violent Geppetto like this before, have we? Yeah, and he's well, like beating up men. Well, yeah. that's the thing with all these films we're going to watch is that I feel like we're going to see so many different filters that this book's going to go through. So yeah. I wonder if we'll ever get to see this uh, this angry man. Maybe. <laughs> what about the fact that the wood isn't struck by lightning or magic or anything? It's just already got a soul. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Talking to it. I think it's poetic. It's weird, isn't it? I, I and also interesting. Geppetto doesn't really have much autonomy in this. He's not the one who finds it or mm. whatever. He's just given he just it. Kind of fights a man for it. Fights a man and <laughs> gets his button ripped off and has to limp home for a log, yeah. holding his one log. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I'm excited to read more of that though. It's going to be burning a hole too. in my shelf for these next few weeks. <laughs> how many? Uh, how many chapters are there? So I've read ten pages just then. <laughs> It felt like it, didn't it? Yeah. Let's skip to the end. Oh, there's an excerpt of Five Children and It at the end of this. <laughs> oh, there's a who's who and a glossary at the end. Oh, lovely. We'll go, go through all, all the characters. <laughs> so the whole book has about 257 pages. 257 pages. So that means that you've got to do this 25 more times and you're doing it every three months. That means that this will take 75 months. <laughs> <laughs> That's a couple of years. Which is a lot, isn't it? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of pictures, though. There is a lot of pictures. Yeah, there's 35 chapters and I've read two. Maybe maybe I should get the book as well and I'll read it next week as well. Or should we just make month? it the original? Should we make it of... Our revolving feature is just that all of us just read the book. Yeah, I think it's the only way we're going to get truly educated and engrossed in this world. Luke doesn't want to lose his crafts, though, does he? No, I'm, I'm keeping my crafts. You, you, you do your crafts. I I I'm want... going to read the book as well. No, you're making a song every I'm not, three months. I'm not. That's too much effort. I'm not doing this, a song. You did you say this to me at the pub the other day, Joe. You said you were going to make a song every three I, I months. Kinda, I kind of like the idea that this book takes 6.25 years to finish. <laughs> it's the smallest book that I've owned, I think. <laughs> um, oh, that's so long. What a lovely section, though. Little story mm. time. It's very nice. I yeah. saw you both glazing over in your beds. I did, I did have a moment where my... I think it was when you were arguing with yourself. <laughs> moment of feeling a bit weak. Yeah, no, me too. My tonsils really hurting after that. <laughs> that Pinocchio voice is going to be the death of me. <laughs> I, so I did like it, though. Uh, I don't like the voice you've chosen for Geppetto, but You're a bit too evil. I know we're gonna have. I that thought that Mr. Years. Cherry was Pinocchio. Though. That's the voice I want as Geppetto, but you can't choose these things sometimes. So you've just gone with a deeper, more evil voice. Yeah, more <laughs> brooding voice. It's like a Italian Batman. No good. To kind of wrap up, so uh, 
P3K or Pinocchio 3000 is a donkey and is currently number two on the Stromboli's wooden board <laughs> listing these. Uh, what are we doing next month? Well, Luke, let me just rifle through the tomes <laughs> that I have on, on the shelf, skipping past the book of Pinocchio. Um, this one, uh, Pinocchio, the first ever adaptation. <laughs> It's a silent film. It's from 1911. Oh. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any trivia about this. It's I don't 45 think... minutes long. I don't think there's any surviving audio. <laughs> yeah, it's soundtracked by an electronic band, apparently. Um... Is, is that what it is? Is that yeah. our next film? We're going all the way one. back to the first ever one. I think we should... Um... And when we record the episode, what we'll do, we'll watch the film and we'll narrate it in real time. You know what? That would be pretty cool. And do a voiceover for it. I was thinking of doing a silent episode. Luke, my Luke, Luke could bring out his voice. Hi. I'm Pinocchio! <laughs> it's an Italian film. The Adventures of Pinocchio, 1911. That's pre-World War One, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. It's before everything we know and love. It Not actually just... only came out for uh, 28 years after the book. <laughs> Not a single... Oh, sorry. Swear, swear, I did a swear. That's like the same amount of time. It'd be like it'd been made in... It's like the book had been written in 1994 and it's been turned into a film now. That's, That's how long... Um, yeah, this is pre-Titanic, uh, the, the 1997 <laughs> film and the actual disaster. Yeah, it's... James Cameron hadn't directed anything by the time this film came out. Everyone who is involved in the production of this film is dead. <laughs> it's not, there won't be a single person alive. Even if a tiny baby is in this film, they're dead now. Wait, it was made by ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> There's four members of the cast. One's a name I've never seen before. Lucignolo. That's a character, apparently. Um, I don't know what to say about this. Have you? I know Luke will have, but Joe, have you ever watched a silent film? I feel like I have. I'm not sure what one, Other than the one we made. <laughs> for your music video <laughs> yeah i and now i think that's the only one i've watched <laughs> <laughs> i've watched i've watched a couple and they are good i think this is gonna i'm intrigued by this i'm i'm optimistic about it i feel i feel like it could it could be all right i genuinely I, don't think it could be worse than Pinocchio 3000 so that's the thing like you know yeah, there's nowhere to go but up yeah. yeah and and i think it's interesting because i don't know like even if it's bad there was no films this is like the one of the first ever so it's interesting to go right back to the beginning of filmmaking can i mm -hmm. do the workshop please with this one yes you can do the workshop yeah you there found is an essay about it didn't you there's a thesis that i am going to read <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing yeah on air. i'll condense it i'll make you notes. do voices <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm intrigued by it. I think it'll be a fun watch anyway. Yeah, uh, me too. So, what do we do now? Thanks for listening to Real Boys Chapter 2. Yeah, so thank you for listening to Chapter 2 of Real Boys. If you want to get in touch with us, you can uh, email us. What's our email? Do we have an email? Yeah, it's real, realboyspod at gmail.com. Lovely. And That's realboyspod at gmail.com. Do you want to spell that for everyone? L. P-O-Y-Z at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M And you can also look for us on social media We're Real Boys Pod everywhere Just on Instagram, aren't we? And Twitter, apparently Oh no, oh. we haven't made that yet I haven't made it Let's maybe make them, but we'll see I think Instagram's the big one for us, though Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you have any Pinocchio gossip you want to send us <laughs> Email it over If not just give us a big five-star rating on Apple or Spotify, please. Yes, please. please. I beg you.
and subscribe. Please. Tell your friends about Real Boys. They'll be very intrigued. <laughs> we are the only Pinocchio podcast at the time of recording. Know of. Thank Hello. you for listening to The Real Boys. We have been The Real Boys, and it's been real. Boys. Lovely. I'm a little wooden boy. All I wanted was some love. And they all lived happily ever after. As real boys. See you next time. Real boys.